count your small wins because I was sitting and reflecting a couple of days ago about where I started and how I was like so frantic. And then I was nervous about posting it because who knows who's going to listen to it and what they're going to think. And now, you know, being at a point where I'm, I found my, I've, you know, I found my groove. I, I have something and, you know, people are listening all over the world. And even though it's only, it's, it's not where I want it to be, I made some gains. Welcome to Podcasting Smarter, the podcast for and by podcasters. We interview podcasters for the real scoop on podcasting. Whether you're thinking about starting a podcast or have been podcasting for years, you'll find lots of inspiration, valuable lessons, and tips in our interviews. This podcast is brought to you by Podbean. Please visit podbean.com, the home for podcasters. Hey there, Pod Pals. I am thrilled to be talking to another member of our Podbean family. Cliff Waddell is the host of The Sane Show, and he, along with his guests and friends, discuss a variety of random topics that are fun, entertaining, and thought-provoking. Welcome to Podcasting Smarter, Cliff. I, I'm, I'm so glad to be on. Thank you for having me. Well, you reached out to me mm-hmm. via Twitter, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, I did. I did. And I, um, well, I'm, I'm so glad ahead. you did. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you did. You know, uh, we talk, I talk, I've talked about this before, but you, and you've probably experienced this because you have guests on your show, but booking guests is really time consuming. So it's so nice when somebody <laughs> reaches out and asks to come on the show because mm-hmm. it saves me having to, you know, reach out to people. Mm-hmm. Yep, it does. It does. Uh, I, mean, I mean, you're you're definitely right when you talk about it's time consuming. That's something I've I've learned early on, yeah. and actually a piece <laughs> of advice that my cousin gave me. He's a, he's a music producer, and you know one of the things he suggests he's like, hey, you might want to like try to get a head start on everything. You know, your dates, your guests, and then your topics. So definitely, yeah, very sound advice. All right, so I I warned you ahead of time mm-hmm. that <laughs> I. I'm going to ask for your podcast confession. Mm-hmm. So something, a mistake that you've made or an embarrassing moment, a failure that you've had as a podcaster. Um, I'm, I'm <laughs> this one is, I, I seem to make a mistake every so often. I don't know if people ever notice it. Like I, I, cause I get so excited and I get so into the, the conversation and when, if you ever uh, see me when I'm recording, like, you know, hand gestures and everything. And every so often I'll slap the, I'll accidentally hit the mic or the, the, the arm, <laughs> the thingy that the mic is uh, attached to. And you, you just hear this, this loud, you might hear this noise in the background <laughs> and I try to uh, get it out as much as I can, but it's just that. And so if anybody ever hears that, that's what it is. Like, I'm, I'm just excited and I mess around and, oh, absolutely hit the mic. So <laughs> that's my moment. That's Cliff spazzing out during his recording. <laughs> yeah, you have, to, you have to be careful with those yeah. arms flailing around. There's a lot of equipment in front of you when you're podcasting. Yes, that yes. Could, you, something could become unplugged and uh, all would be lost. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, well, there's, <laughs> I, I have another one. Actually, they, um, I remember a mic fell. And it, w- it was actually in the first recording. And, you know, the first one is kind of like, okay, let's see what happens. 
Sure. And yeah. Mike fell and I remember I had to mute it and then, you know, we had to fix it. And, you know, I'm just kind of telling the, 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 cause we had like, there was four of us and I told the other two, I was like, Hey, just, just keep going, keep talking. Let me fix this. And then I'll come <laughs> back and, you know, hop, you know, do my host thing. <laughs> I love it. It says, it's my show, but you are now the instant host. <laughs> you need to carry this. I love it. Yeah. So, well, let's go back. Okay. Since that was the first episode, let's go back to your beginning of your podcast, The mm -hmm. Same Show. Mm -hmm. And tell me a little bit about why you started it because uh, you're not too far in, right? You're what, 12 or 13 episodes right now? Yes. Episode okay. uh, 12 episodes in, yes. Oh, okay. Well, you're you're getting there slowly but surely. So, oh, man. take us back to why you decided to do this crazy thing called podcasting. Well, so I my 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 degree is in entrepreneurship, and always looking for something to do. Um, always had these ideas, and you know, I was I was in Atlanta. You know, I was riding with my uncle. We were talking about this. Uh, you know, this. Um, metal scrap metal refinery business idea and i call my business mentor and uh bill jill or is his name and um you know i talked to bill i said bill I had this idea and he told you know i told him about the idea and he's like he said you know clifford that's a great idea that's a really great idea but do you know what it's going to take to make that happen and uh do you have the resources do you or do you have uh uh, the the knowledge and everything that nature and you know I thought about it's like oh man okay this is going to be a piece of work and he not saying that he's he's he was telling me I couldn't do it but it was going to take a lot more to be able to make that happen so he said to me he said well you need to you you need to uh, really think about what your strengths are and play to your strengths so I thought about it I talked with some friends I talked with some family and you know I used to do radio freshman year of college actually. Uh, had a show called Night Winds, <laughs> and nice. And um, you know, I thought about it. I even took like a little uh, personality assessment that, like, a lot of companies use. And you know, top three traits were like storyteller, coach, and there was one more thing. So, and also being a sales professional. So, one of the things I I, I came to accept really is the gift that the gift of gap and you know, being able to talk to people, being able to tell good stories. And I figured, okay, I want to get back into radio, but I don't want to work for a radio station. I want to have that creative control. And so I, I figured, I said, why not start a podcast? And after that, I'm thinking about what would I just uh, talk about? And one of my biggest influences is Jerry Seinfeld. And even some people have said that it, it sounded signed. Uh, someone said like Seinfeld is uh, because I'm a big fan of his show Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee and where they're just talking about random things. And mm -hmm. so I uh, sat down, I called up a friend or now a friend that I had as a guest on the show, uh, Taco Tuesday, that I hosted last year. He's a comedian. He also has his own uh, podcast through uh, the Podbean platform or that's being hosted on the Podbean platform. And uh, you know, we sat down talking about some names. I said, well, the show about everything and uh, everything and nothing. And he's like, Cliff, it sounds kind of long, but uh, what about this? And then I, I flipped it. I said, what about the show about uh, nothing and everything? <laughs> he's like, that's still kind of <laughs> long, but he's like, what about Sane show? I'm like, that's great. 
same show. Um, so I want to thank Don Garrett for that. Uh, the same show because that was a great night, you know, nice, short, simple, sweet. That's what mm-hmm. I'm all about. Catchy. So, cause I love telling people to show about nothing and everything. And they're like, Oh, that's clever. So that's how the same show came to be. And that's how I got into podcasting. Wow. Okay. So, <laughs> so this was part of your entrepreneurial uh, DNA. Yes. It seems like it's connecting with that. So tell me, Make me understand, like, what is the goal of your podcast as it relates to your entrepreneurialism? Is are you trying to be an influencer? Is this an arm, uh, a marketing arm of some business, or are you mm-hmm. still kind of feeling it out? Well, one of the things for me, you know, I, I also have a background in entertainment. You know, booking concerts and working mm. shows. Uh, so I have people all over the industry, and. So this is actually one of the many things that I've considered doing. I just never thought I'd do it so soon. Um, but what I what I love most about the platform, because if you ever notice, the, all of the guests that I have on, they all do cool things. Or they're just yeah. great people that I would like to have on to have a great conversation, talk about things that people talk about every day. And mm-hmm. one of the things... I tell people is like, I love that I can have a platform because I love to help people. And so I like that I can have a platform that I can use to help somebody else to, to allow somebody to come on, have a great conversation, let the listeners learn a little bit about them and whatever they're doing and hopefully be able to uh, share, I guess my, my uh, listenership with them to help drive whatever it is that they're trying to do. So I like it. And I agree. Your your guests are really interesting and entertaining. So are these and they all seem to be in the entertainment industry uh, in some way. Mm-hmm. So are these artists, um, are these the ones that you've booked before? Is that how you've come to know them and get them on the show? Or how are, how do you find your guests? Well, a lot of these people I went to high school with, actually, either oh. um, some high school, some college. I went to a to an arts magnet school um, from grades six through 12. And my major was chorus. So uh, we had a lot, we had actors, photographers. So, you know, being an art school, I was around all of that. And it just so happens to be that, you know, in, within my immediate circle of friends, there's a lot of, a lot of those people went on to do great things. And, you know, cause one of the things I was trying to figure out for myself is like, where, where am I going to get my guests? And as much as I would like, just like anybody else, to be able to interview, you know, celebrities or, um, you know, CV- CEOs, politicians, I I know I have to start somewhere. And so I, you know, looked, I looked in my circle and said, okay, who are some really cool people I could interview that are doing great things? And they they may not be hot right now. But they're up and coming and mm. being able to help shed this um, sh- shed some light on what they're doing. And then that's when it clicked. It's like, oh, man, I have all these friends. And then through them, I can meet people and be able to, to have more people on my podcast because that's what's happening now. And so, yeah, that's how it pretty much worked. And it, it's working out pretty well now. <laughs> 
That's that's great. So mm-hmm. now that you have, you know, a dozen episodes done, do you regret not doing the scrap metal um, processing business? I don't. I don't. And I, 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 try, <laughs> I was hoping you say to that. I go throughout life without any regrets. I, because, I, you know, I always tell people, had everything worked out like I wanted it to, I wouldn't be, um, I guess, as good at some of the things I do now because mm-hmm. everything is a learning experience. And I'm glad that my mentor, Bill, challenged me to really think about what my gifts are and to learn to embrace it because I, I, I'll be honest, people tell tell me I talk a lot. <laughs> and so it's like, it's only natural for me to have a podcast and, you know, people tell me I'm really good with people and being able to communicate. And honestly, I ran from it. And now that I have a podcast is really my way of embracing the gift that I have, um, that I have embraced and like this before. So. Oh, that's great. Okay. So tell me a little bit about your life outside of podcasting. My life outside of podcasting. <laughs> is there a life outside of podcasting? There is very okay. little. Um, you know, again, <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm a sales professional, and okay, you know, I got into sales by accident, and I'm glad I got into sales because sales is what helps support my podcast and being able to to to, to uh, not only buy the equipment but also do the paid ads and also have the premium um, accounts. With pod right. being in other platforms, oh, um, yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, it's, for me, it's one of those things. I'm I like, I'm really passionate about it, and it's all yeah. I think about. And I'm on, oh, good. I'm on a computer throughout the day, just trying to figure, you know, looking at the numbers, and you know, I'm up at night, you know, just doing research, you know, how to make it better, you know, looking at what other successful podcasts are doing, and um, you know, tapping into my circle to see, you know, who can help me. And really be an asset because I'll I'll tell you the first in the early stages you know you're kind of experimenting you're like okay how is this going to work what is this going to look like and now it's more of a thing of okay I got the hang of it I found my groove this is what it looks mm-hmm. like this is the this is my process and now that I figured all of that out now it's a thing of okay. What do I need to do next? How do I elevate the podcast and make it better in every aspect? Uh, and, and I was thinking earlier this week, it's something I like to call uh, four, I call it four C's of content, you know, content creation, content distribution, content promotion, content quality, you know, and, mm. and being able to capitalize in each area and make a, a a better podcast looking at those, those things. I like it. It sounds very methodical. <laughs> um, are, are we allowed to ask what you sell as a sales professional or can I guess? You take a guess. <laughs> okay. Um, I am going to guess that you sell um, some sort of like car, like, Maybe, um, uh, let's see, something, maybe an Audi's, something like that. You know what? 
I don't. But here's the interesting thing. You said <laughs> Audi. No, because Audi is one of my favorite brands. Really? I, the, yeah, a, I, I could picture you in an Audi, and I have no, I no idea why. I that like used you. to be my that used to be my party trick when I was, you know, in college. Yeah, I, I used to try, you know, like you know, if I wanted to talk to a boy, I'd be like, I bet I can guess what car you drive, and I could <laughs> a lot of times. I got really good at it. <laughs> you, uh, wow, you're so Volkswagen Group is my favorite group, and okay, I, I drive a Volkswagen now, but wow. my uh, Audi is. Um, Audi R8 is one of my dream cars. Love the nice. entire Audi group and also Porsche. So <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, yeah, I was. I almost said. I almost said Porsche. I did. I almost said that because I was. I was thinking sport, like a sports car, yeah. like a very like kind of masculine, you know, and sort I'm, of <laughs> ride. I'm gonna, and I'm going to tell you this too. You may have you you may have gotten it wrong as far as what I sell, but you uh-huh. you. You did a bang out job on a car part, so because I <laughs> well, I'll, well, I'll take it. I'll take it. Okay, um, so you're not going to tell us what you sell, or I do, are you going I do. to tell us? I, what I will. Okay. I will. Field uh, service management software and GPS software for companies in the service okay. industry. So, uh, landscapers, plumbers, HVAC companies, construction companies, trucking companies, those kinds of companies. So that is. Uh, that's what I do. Uh, we like to call it solution selling. So basically mm-hmm. go in, see what the, uh, see how they're doing things and see if there's a fit for what we have. I like it because those sales skills could also yep. come in handy in mm-hmm. terms of finding sponsorships, advertisers Definitely. for your show. Definitely. Yeah. I, my, uh, actually my June, was it junior year of college? I was working with a friend of my cousin who's a Hollywood producer who has a comedy show in New York. And he brought me on to try and land a, uh, like a, like a quarter million dollar sponsorship package with the Coca-Cola company. And we made it so far. We didn't get it. <laughs> and it hurt me bad because I put so much into it, but. Oh man. Um, you know, when I think about, when I reflect on everything that I learned in sales, it finally helped me to answer those questions that I was always wondering, like, why? Like, why not us? And now I know the missing components. And so, yeah, like you said, going forward with sponsorships, I know what to look for. I know where to pitch and things you know, things related to that to help make a successful. Well, uh, yeah, and selling goes a little bit deeper even because mm-hmm. – we're all constantly selling something, right? Yeah. On you know, just a basic level. You know, mm-hmm. you're selling yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're you're selling your guests. You know, mm-hmm. to your audience. Like yes. you're trying to make them interesting and uh, get people to tune in and and not turn the dial. Uh, you're selling your brand. You're you know, they we're all selling you know something all mm-hmm. the time. It's um you know because everything is marketing, right? So- yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. And you know, one of the, one of the things I guess that sales has helped me out with as well as being able to talk to all kinds of people. Mm-hmm. Cause I'll be honest, there's sometimes I have guests on and I'm a lot of, like, even though they're my friends, I don't talk to them on a regular basis. So, and you know, we, uh, we all have grown up since high school and things have changed. And sometimes I'm just wondering like, okay, I wonder how this conversation is going to go. I haven't seen them in a while. I haven't spoken to them in a while, so I hope it's not awkward. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. So 
I, I, I guess it helps when I bring out my sales skills to be able to create an environment that's not awkward and, you know, be a good host and, um, you know, create a situation where I can get them to, you know, open up and talk more. Because one of my guests told me, I remember he said, you know, Cliff, one, one thing you're good at is you're, you're good at making people comfortable. And oh, that, that's a that's a good compliment. And you had mentioned in our pre-show chat mm-hmm. that you right now, currently, all of your guests are in studio, so you're not doing the remote interviews. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering, in terms of making guests comfortable, like I want to like paint a picture. Like they come in, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I don't know if you you record at home or yes. you record in a. Okay, so you record at home, so they're coming. You know these people at this point, so mm-hmm. they come in, and do you give them something to drink? Uh, like, do you do a pre-show chat? Like, what is what happens? Yeah, we we offer them something to drink, do a pre-show chat, and because I, I I always you know, I tell them, hey, look, we're just going to do a quick rundown, just kind of what we're talking about, and. I also give them my thoughts as far as, okay, this is why I came mm-hmm. up with this, just so that you have an idea as to what approach I'm going to take. And then from there, it goes wherever. And is it just you working on your show, or do you have anybody helping you? Right now, it's just me. And okay. as far as anybody else, that's where... That's pretty much where I am now, you know, again, tapping into my network and finding people that can be resourceful to me to help me uh, grow the podcast in certain areas. Yeah, that, those people are important. Yes. So how do you how do you carve out the time for your podcast, knowing that you have a life of, of sales, which I'm sure keeps you very busy. Mm-hmm. Do you do that thing where you record the same day and time every week? Do you publish at the same day and time every week? Like how consistent are you at this point? <laughs> it's so funny. You asked that. Um, <laughs> we, we, I try to, I try to be consistent as possible on a record time, but on the post time been very consistent every Saturday. Every week, oh. there there was actually I'll tell you what happened. It was I think it was episode two. Mal wasn't able to make it one night, at, or we had we had a we had a scheduling conflict, and you know I really wanted her on. And one of the things in doing my research, I learned it's like okay, it's, they talk about how it's important to be consistent mm-hmm. in the beginning. And, you know, I told Mal I said I really don't want to cancel this and. We we figured out how to make it work, and we had a great recording, and I was able to, uh, you know, get it edited and uploaded on time. So there, there's definitely been some hiccups where on the recording side, mm-hmm. things have had to be pushed back, like recording on my birthday, and also even throwing some, I think it was episode 12, no, episode 11, where uh, those those young kids wanted to be on a podcast and I had to catch them while they were in town on their uh, holiday break. We recorded on Christmas Eve. <laughs> so wow. yeah. So it's like it, it's on that side of it, 
I try to be as consistent as possible. And that's the reason, of course, for having a schedule. But sometimes it's like there's people I got to try and get ASAP. I, I think it was right. episode five. The, 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 one of my good friends came in from Indiana. I ran into her at a party. We had a really great conversation. She knew I had the podcast. And I said, look, s- stop talking. I don't want you to say any more. <laughs> Save it for tomorrow. Tomorrow afternoon, we're going to record. <laughs> it's going to go up. So, Oh, nice. So why did you choose Saturday as your published date? Well, I guess maybe because it's the weekend and that in terms of feasibility, it would be it's the easiest day for me to mm-hmm. be able to sit down and go over any final edits and then post. And I, it, it's almost, I guess like giving myself that cushion. Right. But now that I'm into a routine, I honestly don't need it anymore because I know what I need to do. I know how long it takes to do everything because that's one, that's one of the things I'm very cognizant of is knowing how much time is going to take me to edit each episode before I post it. And then also how much time is it going to take for me after I post it on Podbean and then for it to get on all the other eight platforms that the podcast is streaming on as well. So just, just knowing, I guess the time part of it to be able to better manage the time. And now that I have that time management under control, I, I feel more comfortable being flexible because that's one of the things that's in discussion right now that I had a meeting with some of my, I guess, advisors, you can call them. Um, you have advisors, podcast advisors? <laughs> yes. Cause we, we were, you know, we were talking about, uh, make, we're actually the, the, after the second set of episodes, I don't like to call them seasons. I'll just call them sets. Uh, the second set, okay. which would uh, go 11 through 20. There's going to be some changes made to the same show nothing drastic but as far as on the on the uh recording in the posting time because again all of this is just coming from things that i see other successful podcasts doing and just implementing some of those same tactics into my podcast and being able to uh have a little bit more success and also you know things with listenership and subscribers and things related to that I'm really curious, Cliff, about your podcast advisors. So mm-hmm. who who are they? And where do you find them? <laughs> I like the they, idea of having so, podcast advisors. Are so, they honest with you? <laughs> <laughs> these are they uh these are people I work with and really good friends with as well. And they're also people that are very well connected. Okay, in what way? Like who are they connected with? People in the community, they're connected with influencers. Some of them are influencers okay. themselves, and they're influencers okay. in different areas. And so they're, they're more so helping me on the promotion side of things, being able you know, helping, doing things to help make the podcast, I guess, give it more exposure and visibility. And like, so what kind of things do they do? One is a social media influencer on Instagram. Like literally, she was uh, showing me her page, like upon almost a hundred thousand followers, and just telling me about her techniques. And people go to her to promote different products or parties, 
that are going on in yeah. the area. Yes. So she's. So did she post about your podcast on her Instagram account? No. And <laughs> the reason why is because <laughs> I, I, I like to be very strategic with those kinds of things, especially because yeah. when we talk about target market, one thing mm -hmm. I don't want to happen and, and, you know, I'm, I'm really big into marketing as well. So one of the things that's really big for me with this podcast is maintaining a certain image. Okay. And that, that translates not only uh, on a podcast, but it's also seen on all the social media platforms and any kind of promotion that, that is tied to the podcast. So she, she, this person will be on the same show. So uh, definitely okay. look out. <laughs> Actually, I will, I will keep will. an eye on upcoming episodes. <laughs> I, yeah. I just, you have the most interesting friends. I love it. So, so when it comes to, okay. So the marketing and branding, obviously mm -hmm. I'm picking up on that's very important and you're very cognizant of that all. Mm -hmm. Um, so what is the brand image? Like what do you, or what do you want people to perceive as your brand image for the same show? I'm going to tell you it's tough because yeah. when we talk about the same show and what it, what saying stands for to show about nothing and everything, it, it, it creates, it's very broad. Yeah. And I guess one of the, man, what I want people to get out of it really is because one of and I, I mentioned this on every episode, is um, it's really one of the things I'm learning and seeing is how how much social media and the internet has an effect on society, as, mm -hmm. as well as me being a millennial, millennial culture. And that just seems to be something that rears its head in every episode. So I guess when 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 people look at the same show brand, um I would almost say, I would say sane, a, a show that's sane, but in a sense, sometimes a little insane when you really think about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, let's, let's approach it a different way. So mm -hmm. if you had to define specifically your like audience avatar, like who is your ideal audience member, your target audience? Millennials, young millennials, young professionals, college students. Um, I try to, you know, but I think it's something for everybody. I really do, mm -hmm. especially the things that we talk about. But I think when it comes to, I guess, our perspective, mm -hmm. I think it's something that caters to millennials. So, and in in, it shows in the data. I've seen it from, um, right. you know, the feedback from the ad campaigns yeah. that I've done so far. So yeah, m millennials are definitely, uh, I would say, you know, 18 to 34 probably be. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to stick to this, this a bit to the marketing topic. Mm -hmm. So I am curious how you do market your show and you just mentioned ad campaigns. Mm -hmm. So why don't we start there? What kind of ad campaigns do you run? Are you talking about Facebook ads? Are you running ads yet on other podcasts? What, um, where are you investing those advertising dollars? So it's been Facebook and Instagram. Actually, Instagram too, yeah. it started on Facebook and Instagram, but it shifted 
when we talk about monet- when we talk about the actual spend, the dollars went to Instagram. Mm-hmm. And the okay. thing that blew my mind, literally it blew my mind. Ninety seven percent of all of the views and the engagement came from Instagram. Whoa. Ninety seven percent. That's a pretty high percentage. Yeah. And that's after you did an Instagram. Now, was this an Instagram specific ad or was this no. a nope. a linked ad? No. No, that. neither. Yeah, it was it, 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 it we tar and because the first one, you know, it's like the experimental one. Mm-hmm. Said, okay, we're gonna target everybody from 18 to 65. Okay, and that started on Facebook. Yep. And so and then it- what kind of ad did you? I'm sorry, I'm so curious about this because um, I well, do marketing uh, in my other life. So um, I'm just wondering, did you do a video ad? Did you do what kind of ad? What was the ad component? It was a it was a picture of of Reminisce X for episode five. Okay, and just pushing that one, and it had you know the mm-hmm. same show, episode five, and it had the the the. Uh, the logos for okay. all of the, the I'll say the major platforms that it's streaming on. Okay. And when people click the ad, it landed them where? It went, la- well, it landed them to Spotify since that's the one that's widely available as far mm-hmm. as like being able to click a link and not having to download anything. Okay. And it's it's also funny too because I read an article. Uh, Spotify is actually, you know, they're pushing content intentionally pushing content that caters to millennials. Um, so I mean, it only makes sense that yeah, you know, a lot of those people are you know are millennials. But it just it just okay. really blew my mind, like just how one sided it was. <laughs> Well, it's, you know, that's where it's really important to look at your, your stats and your data when you do uh, spend money on advertising. I mean, Mm -hmm. Facebook actually gives you really good intel on how your ad is performing and the demographics and all of that. So, and, you know, uh, Instagram too, obviously. Mm -hmm. So now that you know that, now you can dump all your dollars in the right bucket, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The last two have been just Instagram. <laughs> Instagram. Just Instagram, and, and also and also finding ways to make it more engaging. So when you do those Instagram ads, you're basically uh, you're saying that you're seeing an increase in downloads or subscribers to your podcast not, at following the ads. Not really. No, not really. Here's the reason why I'm I'm really huge on uh, content marketing mm-hmm. and con- and engagement. I'm I'm always doing engagement scores. You know, what how many people are seeing this? Okay, how many people are liking our comment? I and when I started, I, I was I was very happy when I got a bunch of likes and comments. But when I started posting, I'm like, okay, the listens aren't there or they're they're not where I want them to be. It's like mm-hmm. I have to make this engaging somehow. So if you if you uh if you see on the same show Instagram page which also is connected to the Facebook. So you will see on both of those pages, as well as Twitter, the posts are more engaging because one thing I'm, I'm realizing, not only posting frequently, but engaging with your audience to, to uh, let them know 
that you pretty much that you want their input. Like people, people want to be involved and feel like they have a say. And I'm all for that. You know, we're, we're streaming. We, we go live on Instagram as well. So, you know, we, we welcome people's input on the topics that we talk about to, so that, you know, because again, we want people to be engaged. I, I want people to be able to reach out to me and say, hey, I want to be on the show or, hey, I really enjoyed it. You know, and also when people comment, you know, make sure I reply to them and and acknowledge that I heard their comment and then say, hey, well, if you if like somebody I remember said, I really like your pictures. I say, well, hey, I'm glad you do, but you might enjoy the podcast better than the pictures or just as much as the pictures. So, yeah. I was just, I looked you up on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Uh, So for those following along, it's sane underscore show. Yes. I found the right account, right? That's it. (laughs) Sometimes people end up having like three different accounts because they started one ages ago (laughs) and they lost the passwords. They just started another one. S-A-N-E and then the sane show on Facebook. Oh, I wanted to ask you, why do you capitalize sane? Because that's the, um, excuse me, excuse me if, 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 if uh, for asking you asking this question, but uh, the acronym. Oh, or, it's the acronym. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure that I was Show the right about term nothing for it. and everything. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. You know, I did not make that connection, and I'm so glad I asked because yeah. I that I was that completely went over my head. <laughs> yeah, oh no, it's, it's it's so, and that's the that's the whole point of it, really, and. Actually, where I uh, I designed a new piece that um, I just slowly started rolling out. I don't if you might see it on the Instagram page where it's the it's the one with the white, and I I put it under the same where it says show about ah, nothing yes. and everything. Yeah, so that yes, way, yes, yes. Like saying show, okay. What what's saying show? Show about nothing and oh, okay. Got it. Now it may now it's mm-hmm. all coming together full <laughs> circle. I am not the quickest, you know. So no, it that's takes that's it. You know, it's it's all it's all it's all a part of the plan. It's all a part of the plan. That's why <laughs> that's what I, that's why I love marketing because it's like I like to I like to you know my thing is making people think. You want I want people to ask questions, you know. So they're like, "What is the same yeah. show? It's a show about nothing and everything. What do you talk about? Nothing and everything." <laughs> Like, yeah. <laughs> you can't pin me down. <laughs> you know, I'm like you. You you have to listen to it, and because I tell them like we talk about a variety of topics, we have all kinds of people on there, so you don't know what you're going to get, and that's why I say there's something for everybody. Like I don't want to just limit it to music, photography, art, or I mean visual art like painting or sports. Mm-hmm. Like just 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 have conversations and talk about things that people talk about every day. I like it. I like it. All right. Well, I'm going to, when I get off, I'm going to follow you from all my accounts. So you'll Yay. see like five different uh, <laughs> uh, Instagram accounts follow you. Those are probably all me and all my different identities. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we talked about how you were, or you, you mentioned that you're very cognizant and aware of the time that you spend on your show. Yes. So I always think that's a really interesting thing to talk about because there are a lot of people jumping on the podcasting bandwagon, and I yes. very much encourage you to do that. Um, but I think 
a lot of times after people's enthusiasm, that initial enthusiasm wears off, they're sort of smacked in the face with the reality that this is a time-consuming endeavor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so enlighten us a little bit. If you counted up all of the time um, on a weekly basis that you spend on your show, including the show notes and the interview and the editing, how much time would you, and the marketing, how much time would you say you're spending on your podcast every week? Mm. Man, I would go to say that I am, I, I put at least three hours a day. Yeah. Three hours a day. I mean, that's, that's a lot. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm also throughout the day, again, I'm checking my numbers. I'm posting on, on Instagram and Facebook and, you know, can that, I would probably say more because I'm talking to people as well. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm calling my, my friends and, and my advisors, you know, just saying, let's, let's talk about this. What, what do we need to do? Uh, so it's, 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 it's like, it's, it's pretty much like another job in itself. I'll, I'll be honest. Oh, absolutely. Um, it, it definitely, you, and you almost have to treat it like, like a job yeah. or even a business, even if it's not technically a business, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. it's always good to approach it with that mindset. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because there, there are those days, I, I just want to say there are those days where yeah. it, it does, it does get tough and it's just like, gosh, yeah. but you have to, I, I think what's important and I, you know, I, I had a friend reach out about starting a podcast. And one thing that just told him was like, Hey, look, you got to be consistent. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, and for anybody listening, you know, count your, count your small wins because I was sitting and reflecting a couple of days ago about where I started and how I was like so frantic. And then I was nervous about posting it because who knows who's going to listen to it and what they're going to think. And now, you know, being at a point where I'm, I found my, I, you know, I found my groove. I, mm -hmm. I have something. And, you know, people are listening all over the world. And even though it's only, it's, it's not where I want it to be, I made some gains. And so I think if people can just keep that in mind, then it, it you know, because that's the thing that it kind of gives you that, uh, it uh, reminds you of why you're doing it. You know, and, and it, yeah. it's like, ah, oh, okay, this is great. I'm seeing your results. And as long as you like, just keep doing it, you'll get those results. Yeah. I think as long as you're going in the right direction, because mm -hmm. it's a moving target where you want to be with your show. Right. So, you know, maybe your first milestone is your first hundred downloads. Yeah. And then in six months, you know, if you had a hundred downloads, you would probably pass out from disappointment because right. now you're getting a thousand downloads and now exactly. your next goal is 2,500 and then it's 5,000. So yes. you never, um, as a podcaster, you're never quite satisfied. You'll, you'll never be completely satisfied because you, you can always be. have more. <laughs> yeah. You can always have more. So, okay. So you have the podcast, The Sane Show. So I'm wondering if you're like a lot of other podcasters where this is just the beginning in the sense that are you, do you see yourself creating other forms of content? Like I talk to podcasters that often have books or mm -hmm. workbooks or businesses that are part of, you know, a branch of the podcast. Um, classes, courses, mm -hmm. I don't know, all sorts of other podcasts, a network. Um, do you have a vision or a map of where you're, what you're, what else you're going to be creating as a 
part of this? Well, I want to make the same show as big as possible. Yeah. And this to be the starting point for my, I guess, where I want to see this go in entertainment. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I want, I want this to be become one of those podcasts that people are talking about that that you know, hopefully one day ends up in you know Hollywood Hollywood Reporter or something like oh, that. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, like, that would be great. Yeah, sites are set really high. On top of that, um, being able to. Because one of the things that's always been in my plans is to start a media company. And so also being able to uh, one day allow people or allow, be, be able to provide people a platform to help them with their podcasts without mm-hmm. them having to, uh, and, and not knocking them, but uh, you know maybe having to go to a co-working space and um, you know, pay monthly fee, you know, help them maybe get their own equipment and, you know, provide them resources, you know, advice and all that kind of mm-hmm. good stuff. And I'm, I'm even thinking having a house of, uh, of other podcasts under the same show umbrella, uh, cause I know YouTube is something that's in the talks. Um, so yeah, I was going to yeah. ask you about YouTube if you were also had a presence there. Not yet. Not yet. And Okay. I people will not leave me alone <laughs> about that. I, you, yeah, I I um I just went to this past month um, in January. I went to a a talk about YouTube for podcasters, mm-hmm. and uh, it definitely convinced me that podcasters should definitely have their content oh, yeah. on the, a YouTube oh, yeah. channel for their content. And I, I had sort of slept on it just because I'm not not that I never watch YouTube videos. You know, I do, but it's not my um, go-to like media source like it is for a lot of people right. like my nieces and nephews mm-hmm. like everything is everything is coming from YouTube mm-hmm. that they're um, consuming so so that was really enlightening but it's hard to do it all at the same time yeah. it was, it's all just like one more thing right oh, one yeah. more thing that's going to take some time and focus so um, I wanted to ask you a couple more questions mm-hmm. one is and and you may have already actually given this advice because I really liked what you said about celebrating the small wins. Mm-hmm. But if you could give a new podcaster one piece of advice, what would it be? Um, always stay planning. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, because... The planning is crucial. Yeah, rather recently... Um, and this is where the four C's came from when I was reflecting on my, my short journey thus far as a podcaster. Um, it was, it was because I I kind of felt like I, I hit a, uh, like a, almost like I hit a wall because I didn't mm-hmm. know what I needed to do next. And I knew what I had going on and it was almost, I got kind of comfortable doing what I'm doing now and I got blinded by that and wanting to take it to the next or to the highest level. Really. I didn't put uh, thought into what I need to do next. 
to get mm-hmm. to continue having these successes and be able to get to that level. And so I needed to plan and then I need to. Con- so, you know, because I, I planned in the very beginning. But then I stopped and it's like, OK, mm-hmm. I'm going to do this where it's like, no, I, I need to continue planning because things are going to change. It's going to grow. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, I'll, so that'll, that'll probably be the best thing I can tell new podcasters. I think it's always, great. Always think it's, plan. Yeah. Great advice. Planning on the surface seems maybe tedious and boring, but I think you made a good point that if you if you don't plan like kind of what's coming up next, you yeah. might lose that excitement and enthusiasm mm-hmm. that you get when things are growing and moving and and accelerating forward and mm-hmm. have and you have that momentum. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't want to get complacent and just kind of go with the status quo right. because yeah, you'll you'll lose your passion for what for what yeah. you're doing really easily. Really good advice. Because I'm going to say this, I have a few friends that have their own podcast as well. And, you know, not to, not to, to not to say I'm comparing myself to them because I'm, I'm going to, you know, be, being in sales, of course, it's a competition. So I'm naturally yeah. competitive by nature. And so I'm always looking at, okay, what are some of these other podcasters not doing that I could do that could help make me successful or a bit more successful? Because I, I noticed that some people aren't on certain platforms. Some people aren't posting consistently. And some people aren't, aren't really, you know, go that extra mile. And I, I, and I think, honestly, that comes down to what you want out of it. Because depending upon what you want out of being a podcaster will determine what all you're going to do to, comp- to accomplish whatever, you're, whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. Because, yeah, some people just do it as a hobby, and that's great. And then you have people like me that that want to that want to exceed all heights, and you know, put out put together one of the the, the best productions that someone may have thought of in a while. So it, it all it's like it's it's like you're the Audi of podcasting, <laughs> and you want the Hondas to get out of your way. <laughs> I oh man, I I hate to put it like that. Um, <laughs> no, I put it. I I did. I put it like that. <laughs> I'm gonna okay. I'm, I'm gonna, just. I I'm love making analogies. Your, you said it. I'm gonna I'm gonna hop on your bandwagon <laughs> and just co-sign that one. Um, but because yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll put it like this one. I'll put it like I'll put it this way. It's like people with music, right? Mm-hmm. You have people who are in it and want to be the next big star. Right, and you have people that just make music for the enjoyment. It's that's all fine. So, I mean, I guess as long as that they don't have the expectation of I'm going to be the next great, you know, rapper, pop star, country singer. That's that's cool. But if you have that, because again, it's like you say you want something, but then you don't do what's necessary to to get it versus saying, okay, I want this and then going and putting it into work to be able to to get what you want. So Yeah, it's a very proactive endeavor, this podcasting it is. thing. Well actually any 
creative mm-hmm. art form or um, anything that you produce because um, you know I've worked with some clients before and you know, sometimes they will they will make a great product mm-hmm. like maybe they'll they'll create a great podcast or they'll write a great book mm-hmm. or create a great album but nobody knows who they are mm-hmm. right so but they think because they've created something great that people will come to them and it's such um a disappointment to them when they yeah. realize that that's not how it works that there's so many like talent isn't enough anymore yeah um there's so much talent out there so the thing that's going to distinguish you is your hard work and your ethic, um, your work ethic, and your marketing prowess, yeah. and your dedication to to you, what you want to accomplish. So, yeah, I'm I'm right there with you with all of that. I'm gonna I'm gonna um, sing show this real quick. <laughs> you're gonna sing show it. What does that mean? Yeah, the because it, it's. I think a large a, a part of it too is the internet. The internet has broken so you know eliminated so many barriers right and has allowed people to come into whatever they want to do and put it out there for the masses and i just think and it makes it harder because for those people who may who are trying to get their stuff out there and and also for those people who are looking for something they on both sides they have to get through all the noise to find those those people that they're looking for and the noise can be really confusing yeah. and <laughs> i'm thinking of <laughs> i have come and i know i know you've come across this too so sometimes okay so there's the person with a lot of talent putting out good product that might not have the resources to market themselves whether that's time or money those are both you know, scarce resources. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I, I've also seen the flip side where somebody puts out a really bad podcast or other creative product, bad music, bad book, whatever. Mm-hmm. But they do have um, the resources to polish that that turd, so to speak, mm-hmm. about put lipstick, <laughs> they call it putting lipstick on a pig. And so their branding is nice and polished. They've got a beautiful website. They got a beautiful logo. Mm-hmm. So they look like the real deal. But then once you scratch the surface, you realize it is, it's just dressing, window mm-hmm. dressing. Mm-hmm. So that's where it gets, um, it's confusing. I mean, for all of us that are consuming content and there's content being thrown in front of us faster than us, you know, we could you know, possibly consume it. And that's both audio and visual content. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard. Like we have to like filter it so quickly and efficiently. Yeah. And we don't always, we can't always make the best choice. Right. <laughs> it's like, oops, that's true. I just read a crappy book. <laughs> I didn't, I did that had a great cover and uh, I, I saw it on the New York Times bestseller list. I don't yeah. know how it got there. I'd say um, the best example is like going through and trying to find something to watch on Netflix or something and Oh, God, oh, this looks good. <laughs> and then you watch it and I you're know, like, oh, man, utter disappointment. <laughs> yeah, that was, I, was so, I, I really tried to hang in there, but I can't get that <laughs> hour back of my life. Right. Yeah, I totally, totally. So, yeah, it's, it's a struggle for real yes. out there. It really is. Okay. So, here are my fun questions. You may be familiar with them. Okay. If there was a podcast about your life, Cliff. Oh. What would it be called? Uh, 
<laughs> um, <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, man, I'm going to say cliffhanger. Oh my gosh, yep. that's so clever. Yep, cliffhanger. And I like it. I say that because I um, even with my friends, like when they talk to me and I like I tell them stories and sometimes, or I even just like make statements and I just I say something and I leave off and they're they're like, what else? What else is there? I'm like, there's nothing else to it. You just you just you you said you said all of this and you you're setting it up like there's more and then there might be more, but I just have a habit of that. So, you know, yeah, I just I just think about that because sometimes with the things I do, it's like, yeah, I set expectations and then I don't do it. You know, and people, you know, so I, I, yeah, I think cliffhangers are great. That's so kind yeah. of like um, always leave them wanting more yeah. cliffs. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad strategy for podcasting. If you if you end the podcast and they want a little bit more, they're they're going to stay tuned and listen to the next episode. True, true, true. True. So it's not a bad strategy. <laughs> I'm going to take that one into okay. account. Yeah, take that into account. Um, all right. So this is the fantasy podcaster question. You're able to pick any person, living or dead, whose podcast you would subscribe to. Who would that be? Oh, my goodness. I already subscribed to, <laughs> to my person's podcast is uh, the Joe Budden podcast. Well, he, yeah, but I, well, maybe oh. somebody that doesn't already have a oh, podcast. Oh, that doesn't have like, a podcast. This could be anybody. Um, the last guest I had, uh, he chose Jesus. Okay. If just to give you an idea, right. and so that one's taken. You can't choose Jesus. I would. Um, I'm going to say Jerry Seinfeld. I don't believe he has a podcast. I knew you were going to say yeah. Jerry Seinfeld. I was going to either say Jerry Seinfeld it. or Barack Obama. I just yeah, think I just think like I just think a Brock's like a really cool guy, aside yeah. from the politics. Um, I just think like he's cool. like one of those uh, really cool people that you like, I could just sit down and listen to. Um, mm -hmm. but, but for this one, I'm gonna say uh, Jerry Seinfeld, just because having known what he's been able to do with comedians and cars getting coffee, I think that in the podcast world, he would be very great as well. So. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if that becomes a reality. We've seen so many celebrities <laughs> put their hat in the podcasting, you know, mm -hmm. ring. So I think it would make sense for him to show up there at some point. And he's got a very distinctive voice too. So that's kind of fun. <laughs> yes. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, Cliff, thank you so much for joining me on Podcasting Smarter. I normally go about 30 minutes. So I think we just about doubled that time because oh I was not even paying attention because oh. I was enjoying the conversation so much. Oh, oh my goodness. Uh, I, I was, I, I was wondering a bit myself. I, I lost track of time as well, but I, I appreciate you having me on. It's definitely been a pleasure and really enjoyed myself. Uh, you know, just like with the same show, great conversation. And I definitely think there's something that a lot of people take away from this. Yeah, me, me too. Thank you for all the good advice that you shared and you were so generous with it. And hopefully we will have you on again in the future. I hope so too as well. All right. Until then, take care. You do the same. Thanks for joining us for Podcasting Smarter. You can check our show notes at podcast.podbean.com for links and details. Please like our podcast, leave your comments, and help us spread the word to other podcasters so we can bring you more great episodes with podcasting tips and inspiration from fellow podcasters. 
If you want to connect with other podcasters or get interviewed on this podcast, please join our Podcasting Smarter Facebook group. We look forward to welcoming you to the community. Happy podcasting!